here we go. Well, well, welcome to Between Sundays. I'm not Tyler, but like vinegar to the teeth and smoke in the eyes, I'm going to host like I know what I'm doing. Dave's here to talk about the fruit salad of the Bible, the book of Proverbs. But be careful, friends, because the most beautiful fig may still contain a worm. Mm -hmm. We'll discuss this week's homework and talk about how to bring up antithetical parallelism at dinner parties. But before we do that, let's share a bowl of vegetables with our favorite co-hosts, Marin and Amy. Hello, Yay. guys. Good day. Good day. Well Good done. I spent like an hour and a half writing that. <laughs> Did you well rehearse done it ahead of time? Because it was very well done. I did. I, I did it, and Olivia said it was fine. I Good. just needed to slow down because uh, I did it too fast the yeah, first time. Because you were so excited. Yeah. Right? Because you up. finally got a chance to be intro guy. Which, yeah, that's the only part I'm confident in. Intro, we're ready. <laughs> Actually hosting and, and knowing what I'm doing and leading a conversation. Uh, listeners, I apologize. Tyler is not here and so I'm going to be doing the role that he normally plays which means you will be hearing long stretches of silence when I don't have follow up questions fast but enough. Amy and, we, and I have a plan for that. Yes. We discussed this yesterday. Sing, What's your plan? Sing show tunes. Alright. Do you have yeah. like one ready to go well, just in case? Guys I'll, uh, I'll see you. <laughs> oh no dad stay oh, stay. We, we need you. Yeah. Um, how are you guys? What's Good. new in your lives? I, I know for me, I am headlong in the back to school stress. Yes. You yeah. Are. You, you were very gloomy when I walked in. <laughs> you were like, you're like, it's a rainy day. Our homework is in Ecclesiastes. Seriously. Can I just tell you life? It's all meaningless. Vanity is. of vanities. Mm. All is Chasing vanity. Chasing the wind. Yeah. True. And True. it's raining right now. It's right. seriously. So we, we faced a sort of a, I wouldn't call it a crisis. It's definitely a first world problem. We went from one school, Fisher's Junior High, yeah. and then we bought a house in a different district, which means unless we can provide transportation for our now eighth grader to and from FJH, uh, she'll have to transfer to another equally awesome school. Right. So that's a but that's a traumatic kind of a shift. good problem to have, but super, super painful if you're in eighth grade yeah, being the one absolutely. forced to make the shift. Yeah. And so, you don't let her drive. I assume. I don't let her drive, and you can tell by her position on the couch currently, she is an unhappy camper. Not a fan. If we could, yeah, if we could just show this. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think we can. She seems sad. So just, wait, just so I'm clear, you did switch her school, or you're... We went and we toured the, the new today. school yeah. today. Okay. And despite every attempt to point out all of the upsides, she was quick with the, just quick wit, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. A little snippy. There's one yeah, thing snippy. that that is not at that school, and it's all of her friends. Right, right, right. Ugh, I can't imagine. That's yeah. got to be tough. A little gloomy, and it's raining. We walked out of the school, and it was raining. Like, all really? around me are familiar faces. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was that? It's a it's, it's a the it's a meme. Song. It's a meme yeah, right okay. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're gloomy. I'm sorry to hear that. That's too bad. Yeah, I mean, we've got big decisions to make within the next couple of hours. Right. So, because school starts next week. Yeah. Right? Oh, registration yeah. for my son in high school. That's tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. It's headlong mm. into back to school. That's just wonderment. high school. That's not a big transition at no, all. Oh, not Nothing. at all. Not at all. Well, <laughs> picture day is. So I get yeah, a, you do picture day I that a, day. I, what? Which I mm -hmm. did not know. I got yep. a I got an automated phone call this morning. About how tomorrow registration <laughs> for the freshman. Amy, I know why Amy. you're freaking about picture day. Oh my day. goodness! Yeah, that they're taking pictures for their ID card and uh, for the, and the yearbook. yearbook. It's the same thing. They do it all in one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why everybody in the yearbook and looks terrified. You say it, Amy. And I, I can't. saw him this week, and I saw Jaden this weekend, yeah. and um, he had a marching band mishap. Uh -oh. And the fact that he did not apply sunscreen to ah. his entire face. Mm -hmm. Those Oops. brass instruments will just reflect it, the sun it, right back I'm at you. Yeah, when she told me he was burnt, I was like, yeah, okay. I saw him and I was like, okay, yeah, you are <laughs> you are full is on a tomato. tomato face. Yeah. <laughs> we call him Larry. Oh, poor guy. Larry. Larry. Larry the lobster. You've told us on the podcast some, yeah. some gems from your freshman year. Freshman orientation, right. where I spilled orange juice on my crotch. So here's on, on my khakis. <laughs> Perfect, because that doesn't show at all. No, it, it was. So you can. There's only so much an untucked shirt can identify can do. with with the trouble. Yeah. Here. Right yeah. now, my son's hair is out of control. We let it get crazy over the summer, and he is he has the face of a ripe tomato. Right. And yeah. That's he still you, looks adorable because he's year, just cute. Yearbook but, picture. Yeah. Have you explained to him how much character this will build? <laughs> 
Yeah. No, because I've that he'll been be busy telling people about this on a podcast. Oh, <laughs> Girl, with the sad how one. much character this school change will build right. in her? Yeah, that doesn't seem to work. No, no, we are we are in the midst. The wisdom of the older generations just doesn't seem to translate. Oh, not when in. you're in it. When Tie you're in. in the midst of it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, not matter. that's that's our life drama. Meh. Yeah, but they they turn out okay. Yeah. yeah. He's pointing at me as if that somehow proves anything. They turn out, they so turn we out okay. be very excited. Real classy, bunny loving, like super genius. Right. Just Whoa. like you. That can kill an Wait intro. Wait a minute. Bunny a loving? They're rabbits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we totally call them bunnies. Uh, Amy, what about you? Um, what is new? I told Marin when I walked in that I should be in an isolation <laughs> room today. I am in a just not in a good mood today. I'm in a very foul mood. Wow. So. Okay. I, I like know, I said. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm don't stay. Stay. We need show tunes. You, sh- you should hope for show wow, tunes. That this might is perk not... I. It's just one of those days, and I'm not. I'm. I can't even exactly explain why I'm just not in a great space, and then it's gloomy out, and that's made it worse. And I have all my children at home from 20 down to 11. And it, it just feels like it's been a, it's been a day. It's just been a day. And it's, what are we at? Three o'clock? Yeah. Three 30, something You're like that. You're making it. It's fine. I'm going to make for it. Bed. It's good. Right. Oh my word. Wouldn't that be great? Today, today's that. the kind of day that I really don't want. I didn't even really want to get up. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just yeah. so yeah. rain. Like, let's just lay in bed and read or yeah. watch a movie or something like that. But I had to get up and move and get going and get. Annie off to team camp and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's all good. It's all good. But I do, I do have to tell a funny story since I did confess it to my husband. I'll share it on the pod. I went to a movie at flicks on Thursday evening, no Wednesday evening with Maggie, my 11 year old and her f- couple of friends and their moms. And so I go in, we watch the film, we had a little food and I go back out to the car and I get in and I'm like, wow, it is so cool in here. <gasps> You left the car on the whole time. The car had been running for two and a half hours <laughs> in the parking lot of Flicks oh, with no. the doors unlocked. Well, wow. Wait. Yeah, I left it running the whole time I was in the movie. What about the key? Was it? No, it's one. It's one of the you know oh. the push push buttons. Didn't it warn you? Um, I did recall when I left the car <laughs> that it, it beeped. Beep. But I was like, nah. hmm, that's funny. I don't hmm. think I don't think that's anything. And I just walked right in and left it on for an hour, two, two and a half hours, two and a half hours. So I thought it's funny and yet a bit concerning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A You're single, single-handedly <laughs> destroying the ozone layer. Well, yeah, I felt terrible <laughs> about that. And then when my husband, you know, said the car could have like just been stolen right out of, you know, yeah. like I said, oh yeah, that could have happened too. So yeah, that's my, mm. that's my funny. I'm not sure what's happening to me. <laughs> story maybe it's just busyness of life and you know those things are hard you can think that you've pushed mm-hmm. it and it really wasn't all the way so what you're saying is you are ready to dive deep wait a minute i am i am thinking of proverbs left and right, right. yes i know <laughs> about a fool actually, I'm, not, I'm making one leaving, leaving cars lock, unlocked just yeah. when it's, life is at its best it you leave is, the car running Yes. What is that? Yeah. That would be fortune cookie. No, that would be that's <laughs> <laughs> a fortune cookie. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was um very entertaining for everybody else but me. And my well, husband. He was not entertained. He did not think it was funny at all. He was like, Oh my goodness. So that's my funny story for the week. I just want to know what kind of car you have that doesn't lock the keys in the car because I need to buy one for Jed like as soon as I leave here. Yeah, it's a it's a Toyota Sienna. There, he, I, that's ad for them. He has Toyota cars done a better job of preparing himself for when, like the inevitable when he locks the keys in the car. He locked them in the car while I was in Ukraine. Thankfully, I did not find out about it <laughs> no. until I got home from Ukraine. And he, he didn't, has a he, he has didn't a, call to get your advice or anything. Set somewhere now, so think that we're he's making hidden big away strides. just in case. <laughs> that's wow. awesome. Wow. So yeah, that was I was here all week. We were both here all weekend. Yeah, with Dave, we were on at one forty six Street this mm-hmm. weekend. So we were we were here. And Olivia, yes, she was here. Like the trooper of the weekend. Oh, yes, no, oh, yeah, well she was not all. feeling well, not but feeling she well. she trooped it right she through. Is that, is that the verb of form of yes? She trooped it. Trooped it. She I was amazed. It. I'm like, if I felt as yucky as you do, there's yeah. no way yeah. that I would even be able and to stand up. she was out there last night, smiling yes. and worshiping. Yep. And all her notes were right. I'm telling yeah. you, she's magic. Yeah. 
She's she's got the grit. <laughs> she does have grit. Yeah. She trooped with her grit. She she was grit, gritty trooping. Uh, <laughs> it was a good weekend. So let's see. What is Tyler else? Oh, what's the deal with cars? Am I right? <laughs> or something? Or uh, man, why do cell phones always take so long to load apps sometimes? Yeah. I don't. I got to be outraged about something. Be outraged, yes. right? I don't know yeah. how. I'm I'm too. I'm a seven. I'm too. Uh, yeah, I'm too happy. You're not. He's outraged about everything, Tyler. So. <laughs> It's very easy for him. I don't even use drive-throughs that often, so I just cannot relate. By the way, I do, we have should you, give him a hard time. Have you played any good games lately? I did. He did introduce me to Magic the Gathering, okay. <laughs> so I've begun playing. That's great. I don't even know what it's that just, is. It's just imagine like routinely saying things like, "I summon the the wizard's bane." <laughs> Archimage or something. And yes, that's what could be more fun than that. It's very nerdy. (laughs) I immediately realized, wow, we are, we have gone way past nerd. Like we're, we're deep. There was this, there was the off ramp for nerdy, like a while back. (laughs) (laughs) And we just kept on driving. And, uh, but it's funny. I did actually enjoy it. And my brother-in-law, Jeff, was there too. And so the three of us were playing Magic the Gathering. Wow. That is, yeah. Magic the Gathering. Maybe it's a colon. Or is it magic as in to ver- a verb? Magic the gathering. No, it's, it's oh, yeah, magic like, and it's like, well, what magic? Aren't there oh, like the cards, gathering. Cards, okay. cards involved? It's a card game, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm, I, I just do euchre. Old-fashioned euchre. Yep. It's, I don't play games. It's a slightly more complicated than euchre, but otherwise it's almost identical. I like card games. So it's maybe not, I it's would not like, at all. No, it's nothing. It's There's nothing. nothing. Like a, no, nothing. Does it have, is it different cards than playing cards? Yeah, each card oh, okay. has like there's like thousands of different cards, and each one of them has a different See, different details on it. That I just get we- that wears me out. No, I, I get a little exhausted. Of different cards. I get a little exhausted, but yeah. I just want to. I I can't be tired out by games. They have to just lift me up and make me right, like energize me. That sounds oh, exhausting. Sorry. Penny, I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Last night she declared she never wants to hear somebody say right again. <gasps> really? Oh. Ooh, really upset Wait. about it. Like in what context? Like, Any am context? I right? Like no, I mean, like for somebody real, right? says something, you go right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, so be careful. Your mother's kind of on the warpath for that. About right. that. All right. Well, it's she's, a thing, though. Like yeah. it's a thing, like cross culturally. Like I could think of like verdad. Right. Like, true. Right. True. Mm-hmm. You just right. said it. I know. Multiple times. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> you need to. You need stop. to stop. stop. Yeah. Mom has a routine where she listens to the first half of the podcast every week as she's driving home from volunteering at the care center. And gets very uh, out of sorts when it's not out on time. Tyler oh, right. has gotten a talking to this about that. True. Yeah. This well, is true. Yeah. Good. Well, So we know that right is, now she is listening to this on, on Tuesday evening after serving at the care center. So mom, I love you. Isn't the, the care center is <laughs> Thank so you great. For all right? you do. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Right. I will tell you one more thing I did yeah. this weekend. Um, on Saturday night. I left and here and went straight over to the Palladium in yes. Carmel and saw the end of the songbook, a uh, week-long intensive for 40 high school students from around the country, from all the way from California to New York City. 40 students um, compete to be the songbook ambassador, which the songbook is old music that they want to keep alive. Mm-hmm. Gershwin and Irving Berlin and mm-hmm. um, all those old kind of, uh, probably from 1920 on to around the early 60s. And the top 10 then perform at the Palladium with um, Michael Feinstein, who's a Broadway guy. Most people, unless you're totally geeky about Broadway and musicals, wouldn't know who he is, but I do. And so Liza has done an internship, my oldest, my 20-year-old, with the songbook all summer long. So it was kind of the culmination of her work there. And she was a songbook participant two years ago. So she got to uh, sing and do all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was just so encouraging these young people between the ages of 14 and 18 were unbelievably talented voices like to die for unique, beautiful. And I just forget sometimes how inspiring that is to, yeah. to sit since I'm, I've spent a lot of time doing things in the arts to just sit just and receive listen, and listen. Yeah. And especially when it's young people like that, mm-hmm. like youth. I feel like there's um, hope for the yes, future. Yes. And keeping a lot alive, some songs that a lot of people have no desire to hear anymore, but it really is the groundwork for songs that we even listen to today, but it was just beautiful. And then just proud mom moment, hearing all of them tell me how wonderful Liza has been as an intern and they want her to come back and they just loved her so much. And that was just super fun as a mom to hear 
you know, her work with adults, like real adults that are um, doing great, wonderful things. And she did such a fantastic job that they would like for her to, I don't know that she will because she needs probably a paid internship next summer, but it was just very cool. That's it was awesome. very cool. And That's I like really being cool. surrounded by the arts and artists. So it was kind of a fun it's a, a very night. artistic community in general. Yes. Like that's not something I expected moving here. Um, yes, I didn't is. know anything about the area and it seems like particularly um, performing arts is huge. Yeah. Yep. In, in Central Indiana is a little light on the mountain climbing and surfing. Right. So we have so to, they've, they've dug into the arts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I the, the uh, creation of the center for the performing arts, which is really three theaters in that little area has brought a whole new culture and, um, yeah, lots of different people have moved up into the north side of Indianapolis because of all of those theaters being being right there. And yeah. it's very cool. It's That's very really fun cool. to be surrounded by them and um, be amongst a lot of creative artists. It's very cool. So it was fun. It's cool. very fun. Yeah. And uh, Dad, you're doing okay? Yep. Had a creepy, creepy, cool thing happen last night. Mm. What's that? So I was creeping on my wife's Facebook page. <laughs> So, because I Is don't, the you don't part? have Facebook, so. I don't have Facebook and I, she wanted me to see something and I won't tell you what it was. Oh, I know, I know what you're something. talking about. But anyway, while I was no, doing no, that, no. something hit my mind about, I thought, oh, it was looking at back. Oh, we were, look, I can't say, but we were, <laughs> we're looking at somebody from your, from your past, from our past who doesn't look the way they used to. But uh, at any rate, that got me thinking about, I don't know, something about high school and I started Messing around, and I found something. I found a video of my high school, my senior year prom. Oh my word! Uh, yeah. Do uh, you do you look the way you used to? Oh, but <laughs> okay. First of all, can we just say I'm I'm going to say probably nerd alert, right? <laughs> oh, he had he, long uh, hair. I had helmet head. <laughs> it was like a thick. But anyway, here's what happened. I um, first of all, the video. You know, that's back when movies are filming there was no sound with it oh right. i feel like what i feel like the technology silent existed film? that was a lot better than the it technology was. they used there because it was doing like it. it was like kind of sped up looking like 1930s it was like, like world, 1930s <laughs> like, like world war one soldiers you know yeah. how they walk real fast <laughs> yeah. that's what we were all walking real fast i think this was like and someone's so, uncle had a camera that was that they had from so the war they were showing the build you know building the set for the for the prom because all proms then were right. done in the gymnasium right. and the whole thing and then I, I was just casually looking through and all of a sudden i realized oh my word there's like a parade of the people who were at the prom with the camera on it that's what the and i re, i re, recall in the back of my mind oh yeah they they made us wait outside the door and then they said you all come in couple as couples and they filmed the whole thing and then i got really nervous because I thought, am I going to see myself? <laughs> so, so I'm watching it and people are coming in, people are coming in. Mom was upstairs and I went, oh no. That's hilarious. She comes running. What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> there I was. Oh, sorry. What? I'm trying to post the video on our Facebook live thing and it's really, oh. really loud. Hold okay. on. Wait, Hold you on. have the video? I'm going to post it right now. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. So fun. Okay. And anyway. So at, so at any rate, uh, there I was with my date. Walking and I, it freaked. It, I on it was kind of creepy. Wow, that's and so at the funny. same time kind of cool. I'll show you later if you want yeah, to see it. Well, so. wow. but well, anyway, that's I it. That's my life. That's very funny. That's though. it. That's it. Other than preaching, that's, that was my yeah, weekend. I'm posting it right now, so uh, I don't know how. If you're not on Facebook Live, I don't know how you're going to see this. It is YouTube. No, just kidding. I'm not going <laughs> to give the whole. It's a very <laughs> backslash dot dot. I wish there had been a clip of you dancing so we could compare. Okay, here's the how problem. Kind of, what kind of dancer you were then yep. as yes. opposed to now. We didn't dance, and I'll tell you why. Oh, you didn't dance at all at your prom? Uh, I don't recall dancing because she didn't want to be with me. Oh. I think I was sort of like last resort oh. because the dude that, that <laughs> she wanted to go with didn't ask her, and so... I, I see. My my senior prom was that way. Yeah, that's where it was for me. So yeah, it was, I went with a guy who was too cool to dance. Yeah, and it was just awful. Yeah, and that, and so uh, and yeah, so that was it was creepy cool. I went to junior prom with a guy that I didn't want to go with. Oh, it was see? it wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't very nice. <laughs> and I've seen him in adult life, and I still apologize <laughs> about that about like, prom. Yeah, he's like, I think I'm over it. I'm like, okay, good. I. 
I went to junior prom with a girl, just a friend. She was in show choir with me. And show choir. Show choir, right. But like <laughs> the the week before prom, she was in a car accident and had to have a giant space boot thing on her on her oh. foot the whole prom. So which you was great for either. me because I didn't have to dance oh. <laughs> much. And uh but then she she was a senior, she graduated, and then she went out to California and she went on to the price is right and went on to win the showcase showdown. No fun. So in case you were wondering, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> exactly. You dated a girl. I, or you I went, went to prom, on, with, a to prom girl with a girl that, that won, won a the Jeep. showcase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Won a Jeep. She with got a Bob Jeep. Barker guys. Or Drew Carey. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a different. I think it might have been Bob Barker yeah, days. Yeah, I think it yeah. was Bob Barker yeah. days. And, yeah. and spay and neuter your animals. Spay and neuter. Exactly. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> yep. Family. Yep. He, anyway, he is into that. <laughs> Bob it's, Barker. Uh, he used to. to his, yeah. Anyway. So, at the end of every. Yeah. Was it the end of every episode? At the end of every episode, he would say that. Don't forget yeah. to spay, spay and neuter, and neuter your, your animals. animals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this has been fascinating so far. This has been <laughs> scintillating pod. This is great stuff. By the way, Tyler's watching online yeah, right now. No, he is. So. Is he saying yeah. anything hey, like he said, He's upset that we're joking at his expense. And oh, so. Oh. He should have told You should have thought of that before you went on vacation. And he should never rest, ask me to come back if he didn't want that. Rest so. assured, we have only begun to make jokes at <laughs> right, his right, expense. Right. Okay. So before we go, we, we're going to talk about the sermon, we're going to talk about yep. our homework. And everything like that. But before we do, we promised everybody that we would talk about Banya. Yes. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So here's, so Maren, I'm going to give you an option. Did you either, go to Banya? Yes, she did. She did in Ukraine. And so either you can explain now or you can wait till next week when Tyler's back and Tyler and I and you can talk about all three of our Banya experiences. Oh, Your call That's right what now. For. Wow. What do you want to do? No pressure. Um, Tyler doesn't give you choices like this, does he? No. No, no. you're much nicer. Yeah. Right? Oh, wow. Hey, he's <laughs> yes. right there. I know. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, let's wait till he gets back. All right. It seems to be very important to him. It's yes, important to me, really too. really wanted to talk about Because that. I want I want the world to understand how amazing Banya is and she or She did awful. explain it to me, so I do I do understand what it is, but wow, it's it sounds like something. It is something. All right. So, dear friends of the pod, listeners, we will postpone our conversation about Banya until next Monday or Tuesday, whenever you listen to this. So, I apologize. Our promise was not kept. It will simply be delayed. There it is. But I think it'll be more fun when all three of you can talk about it. Yeah. All right. Decision was a good one. Well done, guys. Well done. So, let's turn the corner. Dad, you preached this past weekend and you preached about the book of Proverbs. Wisdom literature. Wisdom literature in yep. general. Fruit Can salad. You, fruit, the fruit salad of the Bible. I like that. Can you give yeah, us a sort of a recap of what you preached about? What was your big idea? What did you want people to know about the wisdom literature? And uh, yeah, take it away. Yeah. All you need to remember is insanely practical. If you remember that the wisdom literature is insanely practical. In other words, it's not not intellectual, not mystical. It is like get up tomorrow morning, get after your life, read this, and it'll tell you what to do, what not to say, how to live. I mean, it's it's insanely practical because it's wisdom literature. Uh, that's first thing, and it is worth reading and spending time for in it for that very reason. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll leave it there because that that's really the big idea. Okay, so you had I think. Two ways that you suggested people could approach the book of Proverbs. Yeah. What were those two ways? Well, the first way was what I, I made it up. I mean, I, I called it one at a time. Yeah. Which basically is, uh, it's the no, I would call it the no guilt uh, approach to the book of Proverbs. Since the Proverbs really are fruit salad, you, you get watermelon and then you get cantaloupe and then you get strawberry and you get blueberry. In other words, and then avocado. From, Have you ever had avocado in a fruit salad? Which is good. Mm, so it's delicious. Everything. Very Tyler-esque of you, by the way. of watermelon or cantaloupe. Whoa. No, but whoa. I really like the Proverbs. Me too. And so I had to kind of take and choose oh, the fruits I wanted to okay. be involved Apples, in your bananas. analogy. What okay. kinds yeah. of, what kinds of Proverbs would you consider to be watermelon? Mm. Proverbs I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, can, what genre of prop? All right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so where were we? So one so at a time. One at a time. One at a time. Basically, when you read through the Proverbs, they're not all going to hit you. Mm-hmm. You're going to read a proverb and you're going to go, eh, I don't know. Mm, watermelon. Okay, watermelon. So yeah. the no guilt method is move on. Right. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I, was, yeah. I think a lot of people were like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Because they, I think they feel like they have to hear 
from the Holy Spirit in every single yeah. word of every single text, and especially with Proverbs. I mean, just to say, yeah. don't get stuck there yeah, because just, you're probably yeah. missing a gem that's Absolutely. three verses down. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we'll As on. a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool returns to his folly. And I'm like, what am I going to get out of that? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> come on, exactly. come on, Barry, think. Yeah, think. <laughs> vomit. So vomit. That's the, so you and basically you get to the one, and it might be just you know one proverb is one verse. It's like two ideas connected by a semicolon, and you look at it and you know if you're paying at l- the least little bit of attention, one of them is going to jump out. You're going to go, oh, that makes me think this. So then you just apply the five questions to that. What's God want me to understand? What's he want me to desire? What's he want me to not forget the other ones? Stop doing, do, you know, believe, all, believe mm-hmm. all the five questions. Um, See, they've really stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> you got um, it, maybe. <laughs> I was, I was yesterday. I was look. I had to look up at the screen because I. I know. That, I saw you. you were like, <laughs> I don't I remember thought, them. I wrote them. Is yeah. she playing games like I used to with the lyrics to songs? <laughs> yeah. Because I would like hold until the last. Yeah. <laughs> Just because. Okay, your dad- so side note: when, back when we did when we did overhead. Yes, projectors. or even the computer because I would run it from the front yeah. row. And she would. She. This was back in the old building. The warehouse. Yeah, in the warehouse. She'd sit in the front row and we're, we're singing a song and I'd be up there leading <laughs> yeah. and she'd be looking at me like this. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> like, like, he would then, always say, could you bring up the next slide I was a like, little bit you, quicker? A little bit so, quicker and she'd yeah. go, okay. And then it would, he would be on the last note of the last word of the screen. Sometimes, sometimes. Is that awesome, God? Yeah. Hooray. 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 Yeah, exactly what it would be. I had to pick a song from back in that genre, yeah, exactly. right? I picked the right would one. have hated you. I know. He was, he was a little irritated. But I, yeah, but I was watching you and he was like, I was like, okay, she's what gone do you want from, me to do? She's gone from the bane of my existence. <laughs> to the to bane a co-teacher of your, on the preaching team. Yes. To the bane of your existence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, so at any rate, yeah. So that, that's, that's the one at a time method. Yeah. Um, Which it, I like that you also, because the Psalms, there's 31. Right. Or Psalms, Proverbs. Proverbs. Yeah. So right. that the one at a time would be great for somebody that says, oh, I'm going to read, read one a chapter, chapter a day. every day. Yeah. So I'll just take it Each one at a time. Right. So because there's no more than 31 right. days in a month. Right. right. And I've done that. And it's been difficult for me to read a chapter of Proverbs just because you get so many yeah, right. different things right. in yeah. one chapter. It's a so wisdom many water hose. Pieces of fruit. Like each chapter is a fruit salad of its own. Yeah, but yes. they're yeah. not necessarily connecting one no. concept to the next. Okay, now, if you think, uh, now get rid of the chapter. Numbers, yeah. which they didn't have it. And now consider what a fruit salad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Starting yeah. At if the it beginning, was just, just like a, literally like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. no. So, uh, second method is I think is even more powerful. Um, Just my own opinion. And that's looking at it topically. Mm -hmm. Choose a topic, one that's on your heart, one that you're struggling with or one you're thinking about or any topic for that matter. And do a Google search, do a Google search on on a topic and then read them all. Even when I I read through all four four, uh, services at 146th Street, I read that whole list on generosity and giving and mm-hmm. finances. It hit me every time because yeah. they were powerful, like blasts of truth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all in a, com- if the one at a time method gets you one thing that you focus on, the topical method gives you a fire hose of incredible wisdom. Right. It's like with the one at a time, you don't know what you need from it and you find out as you read them. And the other one, you know, you're coming at it from, I need wisdom about, child rearing, blind, I yeah. need wisdom about, mm-hmm. but yeah, every time you read the ones at the end, the ones on finances, yeah. I was like, ugh, like yeah. every time it's like, okay, well that one hurt. Like, yeah. Yeah. and it was kind of a different one each, mm-hmm. uh-huh. each Something hour, that was revelatory for me this weekend. I, I led worship at 146. I sat in the auditorium through three of uh, the services. Um, and you talked about how the Proverbs are not promises. To yep, be taken to the bank. Yeah. So good. That was difficult for me. Mm. But I, I Why was get that it. difficult? Because, I, and I guess I'll just tell the whole story. I was thinking of my parents. I was thinking of um, our wayward son yeah. and how we would cling to the scripture you messaged to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And how many people I've known, including my own family members that would claim that scripture as a promise. And so I had to be like, wait, what a minute, what? So then what's it for? And one of the things that helped me was 
other proverbs that you can kind of see illustrate the fact that, okay, these aren't promises. These are generally true, generally true statements of wisdom, um, such as Proverbs 22, 29. Uh, it says, do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. And it doesn't mean, it's not a promise that it's, if you're it, a competent, you're competent worker, yeah. you get you're to serve yeah, kings. Right, exactly. You know, right. so it really was revelatory. It was kind of a weight mm. off mm-hmm. of my shoulders of like, well, oh, that's scripture. I mean, you know, um, and then even I know uh, the Grace Facebook page had put out, what did you appreciate about this weekend? And to my surprise, there's my mom saying oh. it was powerful to me to hear that yeah. the Proverbs are not promises. Wow. Yeah. Because it, because if you take it as a promise and you take that particular proverb, train up a child, then you're going, I must not have right. trained yeah. up the I'm child. I'm a failure. Yeah. I, I have done something wrong. Right. Where, well, the truth is you've done everything right. Right. You've done everything humanly possible, spiritually possible. And but they're free moral they're agents. Moral like you free said, agents. Are moral yeah. free mm-hmm. agents. Yeah. And the thing is with Proverbs, that what I like is considering the fact that they are wisdom and that they are passed down from generation to generation it's the kind of thing where when you are older, you've had a chance to see a lot of children raised up and a lot of children yeah. and you see a lot of people who who aren't departing from the way. And you look at the patterns and you can see, oh, wow, you know, is, all these like straight as an arrow. Yeah. You know what? Generally, they're the ones who whose parents disciplined them well, who gave them boundaries yeah. and the kids that don't have any boundaries kind of they end up going off like crazy, but it's not to say it's not one to one. You said, you know, yeah. every child is a moral free agent. Yeah. And that, yeah. Right. yeah. So one of the things when it was really risky, uh, to do this past weekend was yeah. to go into the audience. Yeah. And, yeah. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. What so, was that like at other well, services? We talked, we talked about it and I asked Amy, what do you think? I mean, I loved it. and uh, it worked because people were willing to do it. I got a little bit nervous thinking someone's going to say, well, politics and something, oh, something. Yeah, you're always yeah. running a risk but, there. Yeah. But they yeah. didn't, at least not at 615. No. They didn't at any of so, them. Any of them. 615 one, I heard was really on it. Oh, 615. Like they really, you that guys, was really cool. You guys saw the other yeah. campuses got 615. Very cool. 11 o'clock though had one of the, it, w- it was a bittersweet, it was a bittersweet moment. Actually, it was a bitter, funny moment. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. was, it was hilarious. So we were talking about um, Proverbs 10, 1 about- uh, Children, right? Children about- Wayward. A wayward child, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, a woman stood up and- very poignantly express. I said, why did this verse hit you? And she said, because I have a wayward son, Mm -hmm. I have a wayward child. She said, wayward Mm. child. And she, and it was heartbreaking to hear her her talk about it. And, you know, she talked a while and then over her shoulder, (laughs) her daughter, I I could see, which it turned out to be her daughter because she didn't say son or daughter. She said wayward child. (laughs) I looked over and the daughter was going, not, not me. <laughs> <laughs> just mouthing the words. It's, it's not, not me. me. It was very funny. It was, it ended up being funny when we ended up praying for her son, but yeah. right. that was, it was an interesting one. So in the middle of the 11 o'clock, I had a friend text me and she was like, oh, I see you over there. And I was like, I don't see you. And she goes, no, I'm live streaming. And I said, oh, okay. And then she wrote, um, I love him, Dave, talking to people in audience makes a big church feel small and relatable. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was coming not only from being, she wasn't in the room. But that yeah. was she was feeling streamer. that even from live stream. Okay, file that away. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. When it works, when you know that you're not yeah. going to, when it's a question that you feel like people can answer mm-hmm. and it's doable on video yeah. and it's, it, it does, it makes people feel a part of things. And this series of all series yeah. works very works well, for really well for that. Amy, you were closing the 415 service, yeah, but four, then you had to go to your right. uh, songbook thing. And so Dave closed the, did you hear about this? No, I, oh, oh wait. The cute. What? It was the sweetest thing. He's closing and he's making the announcement that there's ice cream in the lobby. Oh, yeah, and which a little I boy in the front row just let out this glorious <laughs> cry oh, of she, happiness. He raises his hand. He goes, yay! Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> See, I should have said ice cream every hour too. It Maybe I would have so gotten a cute. yay. And so I said, all right, come on. Yeah. And I took him by the hand and I said, let's you and I be the first in line. So we just walked. That, that was, oh, that was very nice. And it's cute. it's that, that was kind cute. of thing that it is a large church. But you want feels those, like yes. a yeah. very small church. It's I, wonderful. Yeah. I had several moments like that this weekend with with kids of the next generation, teenagers on down. 
that's so cool that oh the my kid gosh. did that. Eleven o'clock. The the girls jumping and mm. and engaging in worship well, right in the front row. Mm. The, of the of the six or seven the, verses, three or four were there high was, schoolers. It was interesting. There were uh, there were high schoolers who were responding, and they were quick. Yeah, yeah. they were respond. on it. It was amazing. And then the couple at eleven o'clock, there was a family sitting on the front row, and I was going to tell you throughout worship, and there just never was the right time because worship was unbelievable so unbelievably good and like just not unbelievably it's always good i shouldn't say unbelievably it's always good yeah um but 11 the spirit was just yeah there was no time to stop and say anything to anybody because you didn't want to miss a moment Mm -hmm. thank you to you and the entire team production and worship that was just incredible but the little boys they probably were like seven or eight um had asked they sit in the same place every week, but the little boys asked if they could sit in the front row this week. Mm. And I just loved that moment. Like, yeah. I was like, how cool is that? Like, yeah. that's yeah. cool. I just like those kind of next yeah. generation moments. And yeah. you made mention of it at 11 o'clock that when one of the kids stood up about why, why are we worried about yeah. the next generation when you're yeah. hearing these kind of amazing yeah. Holy Spirit moments with them? It was cool. Yeah. Very awesome. cool. So I think you're, you're, idea of going into the audience was great. Yeah. It yeah. So at, at 615, the proverb uh, 1018, hiding hatred makes you a liar. Slandering others makes you a fool. Nobody said anything for that one. Yes, right? Did, I, I feel bad about that one. Why? Because I, I could have said something. There yeah. was something on my heart, but no, I'm but like, the, they don't want to hear from the worship leader. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, <laughs> I could go, but I was like, <laughs> I was but like, okay, I but it's an illustration. Yeah. 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 Nobody wanted to respond to it. And so, okay, here's the perfect, this is the one at a time method. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hit anybody. So let's move on. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. no way that that one didn't hit somebody. I just don't think they, they raised their hand. They're like, because I've been slandering, you know, yeah. so and so lately. Just a really hard one. Yeah, hiding hatred really against well, you, it, Toby. Toby, I gotta be honest. I'm hi- I'm harboring <laughs> hatred against you, and <laughs> we're doing this now. Read it again. What did it say? Hiding hatred makes you a liar. Slandering others makes you a fool. So the thing that came to my mind was. Let the words of my mouth and the yeah. meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, you know, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So if I'm hiding hatred in my heart, that's not pleasing to him. And if I'm slandering others with my mouth, that's not pleasing to him. Right. And so that was what instantly came to my mind. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking, ah, I said too much. <laughs> they don't yeah. want to hear from the worship leader. <laughs> not well, that, true. I, but I, I thought the same thing too. I thought it was really, it's an interesting one because... If you just said hiding hatred makes you a liar, it's like, all right, well, then I should okay, probably yeah, tell yeah. people tell how people I feel. I just don't yeah. like but them. But he's saying, actually, no, slandering other people, right. that makes you a fool. So maybe I should hide the hatred in my heart then. No, well, no, because that's the first part of it. It's like mm-hmm. you yeah, have to find another like, path. I love that. That one be like a perfect proverb because because you are you have to grapple with both, both sides. Yep. Of yeah. You don't have a choice. If you have a proverb that makes you wrestle at that level, then that's perfect. Yeah, you know? that's that's a good one. That, but I guarantee there were people that felt something. I think they just, it was a hard one yeah. to, Yeah. I but they left thinking about it, mm-hmm. yeah. even if they didn't say anything in the yeah. moment. So in one of my seminary classes, I read, I don't remember where, one book I read, uh, So it, this theologian, this biblical scholar person said that the book of Proverbs or Proverbs are not wisdom. They're the beginning of wisdom. Mm. So what he meant by that was Proverbs are meant to be discussed and chewed on and lived out in community. And, and so they are not an end. They are the beginning. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's provocative. It's meant to be provocative. Right. To provoke. Right. It's yeah. Yeah. You can't just take it and be like, Oh, neat. It's like, Oh, okay. So let's figure out what does that mean in our time? What does that mean in my world? And that's why they're still, so alive. It would be an so interesting living. book club book. Proverbs. Like read read mm-hmm. the chapter and get back together and then then talk about right. what hit you and what that means. Because it I mm-hmm. think it's more interesting this book in particular to, to talk about together and say, well, what do you think? Because there are some obscure ones. What do you think right. that yeah. one meant? It's well, interesting you-, you say that because I feel like for my family with two teenagers yes. right now, even since Sunday morning, it's been fun to kind of randomly pick a proverb and either yeah. apply it whether it's applicable right. or not, or just to talk about it. Yeah. So they, they bicker a ton, yeah. my kids, and, and, and more so within the last maybe eight months. The, it's just, we've reached a fever pitch of bickering. And uh, randomly, I flipped to a proverb, not, 
not for any other reason other than, I wonder what Proverbs 18 has to say. <laughs> Proverbs 18, 18 says, flipping a coin can end arguments. It settles disputes between powerful opponents. So I slid the phone over to Jaden's lap in service. And I'm like, we are flipping a coin. We're from from now here on, on. And here's a, a quarter. Every dispute. Here's right. a quarter. Flipping right. a coin. But Heads then, or tails. That's funny. There's one before that. Oh, goodness. My absolute favorite. Fool's words. This is verse six in Proverbs 18. Fool's words get them into constant quarrels, like my children who are constantly quarreling. Fool's words get them into constant quarrels. They are asking for a beating. <laughs> I, think you, I think it's it's flip of the coin <laughs> or a beating. It's in the Bible. Yeah, I'm just Bible. It's Bible. It's the word. <laughs> we, were walk, we took a walk last night and they were quarreling once more. And I just said, Proverbs 18, six. You know, here's what you, you, you said. Here's what you, you need said to you do. have two Y'all choices. You Proverbs 18.6 or Proverbs 18.18. Which one's it yeah, going to be? Flip a coin and, or, or asking for a beating. <laughs> you need to get him a t-shirt that on the back says, asking for a beating. <laughs> it's Bible. <laughs> that is that's awesome. That's very funny. Yeah, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to roll those out at home tonight. That's what we're going to do. So coins. one of the things that we didn't, really talk about this this weekend is the other wisdom literature we've we've given sermons on job in the past mm-hmm. i don't know when the last time is that we preached from ecclesiastes i know that david bell the, preached from it on the merge winter retreat but yeah i have in the past but it's been a while okay yeah, i was gonna say so so they're still they're also considered wisdom literature in the bible yeah what would you say are there similar or different ways that we should approach those books as ancient israelite wisdom yeah. i'm surprised job is but I, but I am, but you know what I mean? Cause it feels like there's so much gut wrenching emotion in Job too. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I wrestled with that. Um, it's traditionally called wisdom literature, sure. but, but what made more sense to me is it's wisdom literature about one topic. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And, and as a result, it's an entire story on one topic. Now that topic happens to be the one that's endemic to every human being. And that is some level of tragedy mm-hmm. or shocking thing that happens that is unexplainable. And so if you approach Job as wisdom literature, you, you dive deep into this man's life. Mm-hmm. And at the end, God shows up. And then the, here's why I think it's fa- fascinating wisdom literature. God, and my favorite aspect of the book of Job is God shows up at the end and is given a perfect opportunity to explain everything to Job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He never explains a thing. Never once does he say, look, ah, that we had this thing, Satan and I, and it was a, I'm sorry it came down this way, but I ju- you need to under, no. He just showed up and said, this is who I am. Yeah. And Job had, and that was enough. Mm. And so that's why I think it's wisdom literature is that it f- again, it forces, it for, it's the forces beginning, dialogue, it's it the forces, beginning of yeah. wisdom. Mm-hmm. Wrestling. And how many, how many art forms have come from the book of Job? Yeah. Whether it's a song or whether it's a movie or whether it's, you know, so that's why. Now, Ecclesiastes is a, a different form. It's a memoir. Yeah. That's what I call it. I don't know what you would call it, but I, I labeled it a memoir. It is, it is a guy processing life. Mm-hmm. And it's Solomon. We believe it's Solomon. It's attributed to him. It's attributed to him. All it actually says is the teacher. The teacher, but yeah. The, and the fact is, it's a person, well, the reason why it's attributed to Solomon, because when you read through it and you see the wealth, yep. you see the conspicuous, ex, you know, expenditures he did. Right. He was the arguably maybe one of the wealthiest men. Per, well, doesn't it say King David's son? Yeah. What well, does it say right. that? At yeah. the but beginning, yeah. The yeah. only reason that that isn't a, sure, a surefire thing is because that also would generally refer to any of the king's in and, the line of David, right. they would say, I'm, I'm one of the son right. of, sons of David oh. or a son of David, mm-hmm. something, yeah. but so he's literally, rate. literally the son of, of David. Yes. So with Ecclesiastes, we get a chance to actually sit down and read the memoir of somebody. And what makes a wisdom literature is it's not pretty. Yeah. And it's not, it's not enjoyable. The big idea of Ecclesiastes is life is meaningless. Yeah. It's vapor. Cue it just, the rain. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. driving rain and the sadness. The really yeah. slow wah, jazz music. Wah. Yeah. <laughs> Since we don't it's have a, the Yeah. And yet at the same time, we've gotten some spectacular, you know, we have the birds singing turn turn, you know, in is it the birds? Singing what? <laughs> to everything. Turn turn turn, 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 turn. There, there is, is a season. season. Turn, 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 turn. Is that the bird? Yeah. Sounds right to me. 
I think it is. A time to laugh. Oh, that song. Yeah. Yeah, I know that part. Yeah, that's from Ecclesiastes. Yeah. The birds. Anyway, what we end up with is wisdom or the beginning of wisdom processing. I think a, a reasonable question is to read Ecclesiastes and everybody look at each other and go, is it really that bad? Yeah. Start there. Is mm-hmm. it really as bad as he says it is? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And and also, I mean, it does have a conclusion as he looks back on his life. His conclusion is not, doesn't really answer the question of whether life is meaningless or not. Yeah. His conclusion is really just, so you better better follow God mm-hmm. while you have a chance because mm-hmm. the rest of it doesn't mean yeah. anything. So in fact, that's, that's the homework passage that we looked at most of, most of chapter 12, one through seven. I'm just going to read that. And then why don't we go ahead and talk about it since okay. we're already talking about Ecclesiastes. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let me just read this. Ecclesiastes People should 12. probably get their Bibles out right now. Yeah. BYOB everybody. Let's do okay, this. Okay. One last thing before we move into this yes. about Proverbs. Yeah. Do you think that the Israelites were getting a little bit lazy with Proverbs? Because when you were saying, <laughs> when you were saying that Psalms, you know, comparing it, that that was a collection, yeah. you know, yeah. well, the Psalms are very intentionally designed and then they got to Proverbs and they're just like, ah, just throw it in there. Who cares? This just one's put about them all an oxen. There. I guess I'll put it over I'm there. I'm not going to go through the trouble of actually figuring out which ones are about child rearing. Somebody saying. Can we just put them in topics? Yeah, right. It wouldn't take and that. They were like, because like, topic schmoppics. Let's just. I'm tired. Like, the look, Psalms papyrus, forever. Papyrus, I think it'd be cooler. Expensive. <laughs> I think it'd be cooler if we just left them all like random. <laughs> like totally. Random. Someone's like, oh man, this is gonna totally mess with future generations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're gonna be so confused. Let's do that. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Anyway, I just we thought that pumped. was. I just thought it was funny thinking about this. Funny. Like, we're not doing that. It's going to take a Someday lot of time. Someday we'll get to heaven and that person will be standing there with a smug look on yeah. their yeah, face. They'll be like, Google. You have to Google it all. Okay, go on to Ecclesiastes. So let's Sorry. read Ecclesiastes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so this is, again, this is after a whole long description of that life is meaningless and all that stuff. And then he begins, this author begins giving advice for young and old people. <clears throat> In uh, chapter 12, verse 1, he says... Don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. Honor him in your youth before you grow old and say, life's not pleasant anymore. Remember him before the light of the sun, moon, and stars is dim to your old eyes and rain clouds continually darken your sky. Like today. Like Mm -hmm. today. Remember him before your legs, the guards of your house, start to tremble. And before your shoulders, the strong men, stoop. Remember him before your teeth, your few remaining servants stop grinding. And before your eyes, the women looking through the windows see dimly. Remember him before the door to life's opportunities is closed and the sound of work fades. Now you rise at the first chirping of the birds, but then all their sounds will go faint. Remember him before you become fearful of falling and worry about danger in the streets, before your hair turns white like an almond tree in bloom, and you drag along without energy like a dying grasshopper, and the caperberry no longer inspires sexual desire. Remember him before you near the grave, your everlasting home, when the mourners will weep at your funeral. Yes, remember your creator now, while you're young, before the silver cord of life snaps and the golden bowl is broken. Don't wait until the water jar is smashed at the spring and the pulley is broken at the well. For then the dust will return to the earth and the spirit will return to God who gave it. That is so (laughs) unbelievably depressing. (laughs) I read this out loud to Des this morning. We love to sit on the porch when it rains. Like if she notices it's raining, she just makes, she bolts for the front door. Yeah. And so we were sitting there, I'm drinking my coffee and I'm like, oh man, I I really need to touch base with today's homework. (laughs) And I just read the few lines, first few lines to myself. I'm like, Des, you need to hear this. I'm like, do you want to know what my homework is today? Yeah. So I read it like in just dramatic fashion, the version you just read. And yeah. Desi's face just got more and more contorted as the passage went on. She's like, what? As you were reading it, I went between wanting to cry and laugh. Like yeah. I was like, because it's kind of over the top. This it's is so over the top. awful. Yeah. yeah. And yet knowing people that have entered into this phase of life. Yeah. Where Ugh. they are, their yeah. legs don't work very well sure. and everything is dim and it, then it makes me super sad. Like, well, yeah. And not every and, translation ascribes that to body parts. Like I'm reading, what is this? 
the NIV, and it's talking about um, when the keepers of the house tremble. It doesn't say legs. Oh, interesting. Um, and when strong yeah. men stoop. So what they did. Oh, yeah. What, what they did um, is they did their work on uh, the world of the text and the world behind the text. Yeah. And deliberately included trans uh, translations based on what they thought the, the NLT did based on what they thought the world behind the text, right. what it implies. So they right. did some research to so figure they, out what they probably meant. Essentially, by. they did the work for the reader. Mm-hmm. So, for example, what what he's doing there in that that little segment, he's using this this image, this depiction of like a palace or something kind of going to ruin. Yes. It, it yeah. was once vibrant and thriving and yeah. now it's starting to fall to pieces. Yes. And mm-hmm. so they they are looking at that and they're saying, and maybe he uses the imagery elsewhere, I'm not sure, but when it says like the women looking through the windows... To, to, to them, they're like, oh, that's that's like the eyes looking out at the yeah. world. The palace is like a body and it's beginning to to break down and fall apart. And so that's why I think they are using those those yeah. body part imagery. That's interesting. And the thing that the thing that is de- I won't say it's depressing as much as it's just sad because what what he's implying is there will come a time where nothing will really matter much other than just getting through life. Mm hmm. Because you're not going to have the desire for sex. You're not going to have the desire to walk. You're not going to have the desire to eat. You're not going to have. Or the capability. Or the capability to do any of those things. So Mm -hmm. why? And he's he's almost like looking at a young person saying, so why? In other other words, he said, I know because I did this myself. And I look at you. Mm -hmm. You're thinking I can delay. I know what I should do. I'm, I'm jumping to the world in yeah, front of the text. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. but I know, but look at you. You think you can wait? You might wait too long before you right. pursue God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the thing is, I think, yeah, he's looking back at his own life. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm guessing this is what he's saying. And he's looking back and he's like, I tried money. I tried women. I tried partying. I tried drinking. I tried working real hard. I mm-hmm. tried all these things. But I'm guessing he's saying, but I forgot my creator. And now, now I'm at the end of my life and I want to, you know, I want to do things that please the Lord. I want to, I want to focus on the things that actually matter and it's too late. I have no energy. uh, Yeah. 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 I I have energy or motivation. Well, it's kind of even like what we sometimes are, are feeling with ourselves or with, with the, the body in general is what are you waiting for? Like what, why are you waiting to engage in, Mm. in the kingdom work? Why, you know, our whole you know, idea of you were made for more yeah, yeah. and living into your calling and destiny is because we don't want people to get to their end, the end of their life and be able to quote this verbatim right. because this is how they lived. And now they're like, okay, well, I don't have the energy or the capability and I waited way too long. Yeah, Isn't it ironic that so many people want to live with no regrets? Mm. And so they do what Solomon did and they have all of the opulence and all of the just worldliness and yeah. everything life can give you. And in the end, all they're left with is regrets. Yeah. Something just hit me. So obviously it's, it's a stereotype now, but young people in YOLO, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you only live once. It's funny because he lived the early part of his life with a YOLO mindset. I only live once. So I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to give myself but he gets to the end and he's going, oh, no, YOLO. no, you only live once. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. So it's like he turned, it's like Ecclesiastes turns YOLO on its head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, world of the text. One of the cross references that this one gave me was to second Samuel um, chapter 19, where another person at the end of his life is describing his existence. Um, it's a Barzillai, if I'm saying that right. Oh yeah, Barzillai. Mm-hmm. Answered the king. It's got some great pasta. He yeah. was, it says uh, that he was 80 years old. So how many more years will I have to live that I should go up to Jerusalem with the king? Mm. I am now 80 years old. Can I tell the difference between what is enjoyable and what is not? <laughs> can your servant taste what he eats and drinks? No. Can, yeah. I, yeah. can I still hear the voices of male and female singers? Uh, why should your servant be an added burden to my Lord, the King? So it, it, it gave me that cross reference to kind of show elsewhere within the text. Somebody describes the latter years of their life and, you know, 
kind of the breaking down of yeah. the senses. Yeah. It reminded me of uh, watching my grandfather take a little bite-sized cheesecake and swipe it through some shrimp cocktail sauce. <laughs> Just think it was the greatest thing. Like, mm-hmm. I guess something happens to your taste buds, you know, when you're in your uh, latter, latter years. Uh, and then here he is saying, you know, can I still even taste, hmm. you know, or hear the difference between male and female singers yeah. and just the breaking down yeah. of the body. There is so much that's desirable about growing older and yet there's also so much that we don't acknowledge and see when we're younger so one of the things that this for some reason is in my is on my mind when i was running my nonprofit world next door before i met with a lot of young people who were all passionate they were like in in college or before college or even right out of college they were so passionate about doing whatever they could do for the kingdom. And they're like, where do I start? And I'm like, well, honestly, you could do this, 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 this. I'll help you get this connection made. I'll do all this stuff. And then like so often they'd be like, oh, that's awesome. First, I just need to make sure, well, maybe I need to make sure I pay off my student loans mm-hmm. or I need to, uh, I just need to work a little bit. I want to get established. I want to do whatever this first. What, and inevitably, like nine times out of 10, yep. they would get into this cycle of, okay, no, but someday after I do this mm-hmm. and then they find someone, they fall in love and they get married and they're like, okay, well, that's not going to work the same way, but someday we're going to do this. And then kids mm-hmm. come and they, none of those things are bad. Getting married is great. Having kids is great. Like paying off your student loans is great. Right. There, but there's something about postponing your obedience to God to yeah. the future or your, or your, even your, your exploration wow. of God's kingdom till the wow. future that, that it causes regret. And, and, and so, that's what, that's what Solomon is saying here. Yeah. Don't end up regretting the fact that you waited too long. Yeah. If you're right out of college, and you go and you do some crazy things. Worst case scenario, like, and I mean crazy things for the kingdom, obviously. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. making that distinction. <laughs> I want to clarify. Yes. If you go off and you try working at an orphanage in Kenya for a year, and you know what? You get to the end of it and you realize that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. It was a good experience. Guess what? Worst case scenario, you come home and get a job. What were you doing right out of college? You were coming home and getting a job. Like, you can mm-hmm. wait a year. You can, you can check out yeah. uh, what God has in store. So, anyway. Well, and we know people, adults with children that are maybe in their their late 30s or, or 40s yeah. who are making huge life changes yeah. Yeah. because they feel that their creator, remember your creator, is impressing on their yeah. heart to, to do some crazy radical things for his kingdom. So I don't think there's an, there, there's no right age. Right, absolutely. Yeah. There's no right age. But what they have to do then, it becomes a much bigger thing to move three kids to another country than it might be to if you're a 23 year old to go and check something yeah. out for a year and come back, you know, yeah. it, so it, there's exactly, there's no right age and for obedience, but here's, this would be fascinating. Get two groups of people, all young twenties and thirties, put them in a room with this book and all old sixties, eighties, put them in a room with the book, come up with the big idea of the book and five or six practical things and then get them back together and And see where they, and see, and see what happens. It would be a fascinating, Mm. a fascinating experiment. Yeah. Just reading it out loud to Desi on the front porch this morning, I was kind of taken aback by her response because she said, man, that's really bleak. I, I kind of am looking forward to, to getting old. Mm -hmm. That was her response. She thought like retirement and like, she's already thinking it's going to be great. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. It would be an, and, and that I'm sorry to, to hammer home a point, but that's what makes this wisdom literature. Yeah. Is that the discussion we're having right now just says, see, this is why it's here. And you, you might look at that and say, why would the Holy spirit inspire somebody to say all of life is meaningless? Right. I mean, am I supposed to look at that and go, okay, that's a, a truth. Is that a, is that a truth that God wants me to embrace that all of, doesn't seem right. So why would he inspire that? He inspired it so that we can have this discussion, right? Yeah. That's yeah. why it's here. It forces us to take what we just talked about in the last 15 minutes are some of the most important things in life, period. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's why it's wisdom. So I, then I looked up Proverbs on living well just because I thought, well, let's see what another yeah. wisdom book says. So it, it took me to Proverbs 3, 
Proverbs 3, which is all about um, never forget the things I've taught you, store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them down in your heart. Then you will find both favor with God and people. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which is. So it, it, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. So it's like yeah. all of the, it's like you do that. And it's telling you everything you should do for your life to have meaning and to find everything that you don't want to do to be the person that's writing the end of Ecclesiastes. Right. So anyway, it was just interesting when you, you can, when you start like, and that was a simple Google again, Mm -hmm. like you said, just Google a proverb about this. Yeah. Maybe Ecclesiastes is the cautionary tale that, that American suburban uh, consumer culture needs to hear. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So watch this. What if... <clears throat> and I've thought this for some time. What if Solomon wrote Song of Solomon, mm-hmm. which is about sexuality and love? What if he wrote that in his 20s and Proverbs in his 30s mm. and Ecclesiastes in his 40s? Because mm-hmm. I think that may be true. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. So and you, if you follow the tone of those three pieces of literature, you can watch him go from the heights of ecstasy. Yeah. To the depths of cynicism mm-hmm. over a 30 year period of time. Mm-hmm. And you can actually look at his life and then go back and read his life in the histories, history books of the Bible. And you can say, oh, that's, I can see why that that's, happened. Yeah. I can see why that happened. Yeah. That's, here's what was happening in his life at this moment. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it makes sense. That's interesting. I, yeah. One of my favorite scriptures in this entire book of Ecclesiastes and why I think this book is here. It's Ecclesiastes 8, 17, and it says, I realized that no one can discover everything God is doing under the sun. Mm. Not even the wisest people discover everything, no matter what they claim. Mm. I love that scripture because it speaks to the factions within Christianity. It speaks to the arguing through the ages, and Mm. um, it speaks to anyone who might think that they've got... Uh, they've cornered the market on understanding all things pertaining to theology and right. and religion. And right. um, I realized that no one can discover everything God is doing under the sun. Not even the wisest people discover everything, no matter what they claim. Yeah. I love that, that yeah. our God is so far beyond our comprehension. Wow. Yeah. Well, guys, I think we're coming to the end. Are we? Is this the shortest pod ever? Uh, actually, no. Are we? We've been going over an hour. It's good. <gasps> yes. Good discussion. Conversation is good. So uh, one oh three. What do we do now? Oh yeah. What uh, What's coming next? What's what coming, is next? coming next? The well, law. Barry, uh, <laughs> that'd be you. I'll be preaching next week about the law. How and on earth are you going to make that exciting? Uh, I'm going to talk a lot about oxen. <laughs> I'm really that excited. That sounds super exciting. Ooh, no, just can kidding. we bring like a live ox? I'm going to have a picture of an ox, but just so everybody knows, it is not accurate to what ancient Near Eastern oxen look like. So don't write me emails. It's just a cute ox. Don't at me. <laughs> Could you dress Humphrey up as a little, as a little ox a little and ox. bring him? It it's is really worship good. together. Give him, oh, there, is it? There's nothing that could be more exciting to I, children than a bunny dressed up like yeah. an ox. I'm going to, here, here's why I'm talking about oxes, because that cracks me up whenever I read Exodus to see how many laws have to do with oxes and like, or oxen, excuse me. And like what happens when an ox gores you and what about when it gores your child or how about if it gores your slave or what about if it gores somebody, but it also had a reputation as an ox that gores people and you didn't tie it up. It's like, wow, this must've been a really (laughs) ox centered culture. (laughs) And uh, we're a big deal. And I, I, hope that I will be able to give an answer to why there are so many ox laws and in a way that actually helps to unlock some of the meaning behind the law of Moses. So stay tuned folks. It could be a a disaster (laughs) or one of my finest moments in the pulpit. We will find out. But you want to come and find out. (laughs) Yeah. So, so we will see you this weekend. Exactly. Exactly. So we have come to the end of Miraculously come we to the sur- end of a podcast without, without any Tyler. Tyler, we miss you. Yeah, we, we do, do miss, miss you, you Tyler. but don't that don't rush for back. Me to I say, guess we got this. So we do miss I'm you. Kidding. I'm just kidding. So good uh, job, Barry. I know what we do, Marin. 
Would you send us out? Well, first I want to thank oh. our long time. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful guests in a row. You can't Amy. imagine how happy my heart was when Tyler was like, <laughs> guess what? I need you next week too. I'm gone. Amy, we love you. The Thank listeners you. love you. Yeah. Thank you so I much. I love doing it and Amy, I love being here with all of you. It's I'm, fun. I'm gone in two weeks, so we might need you to come back and fill in for me as well. Oh my so. word. I mean, I if it's not too much to ask. It's not too much to ask. <laughs> I promise I won't need to be in isolation that day. I'll be better. All I'll right. Be better. But this helped me. This See, this, it raised your spirits. It, yes, it Talking did. about Ecclesiastes and everything is meaningless and look at that. Yes. Smile right on your up. face. My one caveat to Tyler when he said, "Will you, I said, I do not want your role. I said, I'll come in and do the pod, but I don't want to have to be like run it, like yeah. ask the questions. So thank you to you. Because he goes, oh no, Barry's going to do that. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> then I'm in. Cause I just was like, I don't want to do it. And you did a great job. Oh, thank you. We didn't have any sound effects though. I know we should just have I one. Want, Can we just do the yay together? All right, we'll oh, yeah. do the yay. One, two, three. Yay. That sounds that almost identical. Like it. it really did. All right. Now, Marin, can you say something about squirrel noises? <laughs> Come on. Um, I think that was like a one-time thing. I don't even know how you guys grab I these I love squirrel bites. noises. <laughs> what's a, Go what's ahead, a New King one? James. <laughs> yeah. I'm not as good as you are. <laughs> um, yeah. I have only Beep. but begun to embarrass myself. Yes. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Boom. That was for Tyler. We need like one new sound effect I'm that we can scared. use. I'm scared. Was I that have me? no yes. idea what I'm doing. See, he plays all the really like mean ones about I know. me. I know. I, I, we need to get sound effects of him saying stupid stuff. Yeah. That's what we, we need to do. do. There was one time yep. I, I asked specifically that he pull something because it was so dumb. <laughs> but I don't know if he did. Probably not because he has the power he in has that situation. All the control. Yeah. So he can do whatever he wants and make mm-hmm. us look. We need to. Oh. <laughs> Yes. The real, the there real power. The, Jake is the real There's power the behind. Power yeah. Right there. We need our own rival soundboards. Press the button. Yes. True. You guys, you, you and Mirren should have soundboards. Yes. With Tyler, with t- Tyler sound effects. I agree. All right, we're looking into it. We're looking into it. Good. Let's do it. All right, Mirren. Until then. Until then, would you send we us We will out? all just do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. How about that? And Amen. we will see you on the other side of Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>